Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Let's go to our new weekly feature, Made in NZ, where we celebrate businesses making things here in Aotearoa. Today we're heading to Auckland's Wellesley Street to Holiday Records, which opened in 2018 and brought vinyl pressing back to our shores for the first time since the EMI plant closed down in 1987. What started out as two men, one press, has expanded into a business capable of churning out over a 1,000 records a day, and they've pressed records for Lord and Kendrick Lamar and Tame Impala and Troy Kingy and hundreds more. And joining me is co-founder of Holiday Records, Ben Wallace. Hi, Ben. Kia ora, Jesse. How are you? Oh, I'm great, thank you. And this is a pretty ostentatious sort of a move on your part to decide to uh, reverse the trend and start making records here in New Zealand. How did that happen? Well, I suppose we kind of saw a trend um, a long time before we opened in 2018. Um, we kind of, I mean, I was playing in a little folk band just just for fun. And we wanted, because it was folk music, we wanted vinyl as our release because it just kind of suited the the genre. Um, and, I, and I couldn't get it done in New Zealand, and there was only one plant in Australia uh, doing it. <clears throat> and obviously, kind of physical products, nostalgic products, and vinyl especially was trending. And it kind of just set off alarm bells. And even though it was a big um, big idea, we kind of uh, thought it was a good idea and ran with it. Yeah, I said ostentatious. I meant audacious, by the way, which is a willingness <laughs> to take. Sur- by the way, thank you. A willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. How hard is it to set up a vinyl pressing plant? Yeah, it's not easy. Um, we were rookies. So Joel Woods is my um, my business partner, uh, and we were rookies. We had no idea how to press records, <laughs> yeah. which made it even fun. But this um, company we bought our machine off had um, kind of taken the old vinyl presses and added new technology and made it possible for rookies to um, press records. Um, so, it's, I mean, it's a big bit of kit, which we had to import from Toronto. It was a lot of training. So even if we get new staff as press operators, it's probably like a – four to six months to get them up to speed. Hmm. Um, so it's definitely not easy. And then with the vinyl market and um, our clients, it also takes a bit of goodwill. I mean, people need to know that our product's going to be really good. So it took a little while to win the trust of people as well. Yeah. Uh, how hard is it to press a record? Well, it's not like a printing press. It doesn't just, you don't just click press and it, and it kind of just whacks them all out. And yeah. in a way it does, but we, we kind of see it as a craft. So it's quite hands-on this, and a press operator on it the whole time because um, there's so many different variables. There's hot steam coming in to kind of um, flatten the vinyl that goes in. There's cool water that rushes in straight after that. Gosh, is there? Uh, and, and there's a lot of moving parts. So it's the same process as, as the um, record manufacturing back in the day. Um, that We just have a kind of a little um, HMI screen that we can kind of control the heating and cooling times on. But it still has a lot of variables, and there's this um, air that has to, uh, like pneumatic system that has to pick up and um, go through the process. So a lot that can go wrong. And obviously with vinyl, it has to sound perfect and look perfect. And all those kind of inputs, if those are slightly off, they can actually alter the sound or look. So we've got to be really stringent on on the um, in, within the process. 
Have you had some bad days? We've had a lot of bad days, <laughs> but we are very strict here. And we, what we do is we allow a little bit. So we press about 10 to 15% over a run. So um, if, say, if it was a run of 300 records, we'd press about 330 and take the best 300 because we know there's probably going to be duds or um, which we can scrap and recycle. Have the amounts of records that you can do in the day or that you do do in the day, has that gone up over the years? Well, it has because of our efficiency. Um, and then for a while there, we post COVID, we saw a massive, like kind of supersonic boom in demand, and we we had to go to two shifts per day. But on a general one hour day, we were doing when we started, we were kind of eking out a couple hundred. But now we can get up to nine hundred to a thousand. I mean, we always laugh that our first ever run that Joel and I did was one hundred and fifty, which now takes us a couple of hours. Took us a week because we were we were so green at the process. Yeah, but yeah, season crest a lot. Yeah. And do you compete on price with um, vinyl pressing in other parts of the world? Yeah, correct. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, obviously, the client is price conscious. They're selling their LPs, um, you know, to stores, either wholesale or retail. Um, so we're definitely wary and always checking in on our competitors' pricing. But there is a certain amount of – there is a few other factors. So, like, turnaround time is a big one mm. and also – Quality, like I mentioned before, they need to know the quality of the record's going to sound and look good. So we're, we're really, really um, kind of strict on our QCing process here as well. Um, and then being able to match turnaround time. So um, if an if a artist or label or whoever it is wants a record quickly, can you do that? Uh, or how long? Because they have a release in, say, three months. Can you do that? And that, that's another factor in it as well as price and quality. Is it sensitive or can you tell me how much you charge to press an album? Well, no, I can tell you, it's just, there's so many variables. So, like, it depends how many you get in quantity because it's like economies of scale with mass manufacturing. So our minimum is 150. Um, And for a standard kind of single LP with a full jacket, shrink wrap, like a really nice package, you can be paying somewhere between 18-ish dollars. But if you get up to three to 500, it can go down to... Now, 300, you can be paying $13 a unit, and um, 500, you can pay around 9 to $10 a unit. So the more you do is definitely more economically beneficial. Yeah. What do they sell for these days? Well, I mean, the price has gone up a touch. A single LP can go from 50 to $60, and a double LP can kind of get up there around $70 a unit really? for retail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So that's quite a, quite a good margin for the artist, though, if presuming that they're keeping most of that. Yeah. Yeah, especially if, I mean, it's a really good way for kind of unsigned bands or um, to make money because, you know, they get something for $18 and they're selling it at a gig for $50. That's kind of in their back pocket. So it is a really good way. With streaming, it's pretty hard to make decent money for, unless you're getting billions and billions of streams or and shows are a good way, but can be tough. But um, records we've heard are a really good way to actually make a bit of cash. Yeah. By the way, you're in central mm. Auckland. Surely you could have found some cheaper and... Um more available premises out in the light industrial area. Well, that's the, that was one of the, um, that was a conflict we had at the start, but because we were the only ones, um, we wanted to make ourselves available. It's a really fascinating process, um, the vinyl manufacturing process. Mm. So we actually took over a car park in central Auckland, much to the, um, much to the disdain of some of our advisors, but we so it kind of put ourselves in the car park, took over the lease and put a, there was a big concrete kind of block and we put a massive, cut out some of those concrete blocks and put a window in so you can see through from the front of the uh, front of the store kind of office sleeving area um, right through to the process. So from the road, you can see the machine in action, mm. um, which was one of our, we wanted to be available and we wanted 
people and it's really great because we have bands if we're pressing them um their record they come in and film and they feel a part of the process and it's not so foreign if before we were opening they were kind of sending their audio off and just waiting a few months and hoping it would come back so it's we we thought that was really important so we took a bit of a risk with higher rent there um and in a tighter space but we think it's been worthwhile is the demand for vinyl continuing um i know it sort of had a moment there for a while is it um is it a sustainable from an economic sort of point of view? You think the demand's here to stay? Uh, it, it, I mean, like I mentioned before, post-COVID, it really took on a boom. I think at-home entertainment was really, you know, desirable because people were at home, so they bought record players and records, and that had a flow-on effect right back to manufacturing. Um, but nowadays, it's definitely kind of plateaued, and it's actually plateauing at, at a sustainable level because back then it was kind of, I mean, our lead times at one point was six to seven months for a record. And now they're down to six to eight weeks, which is really where it should be. Um, I mean, in terms of ongoing demand, I don't think vinyl will ever go away in terms of demand. I mean, they they made it through the CD era with, uh, uh-huh. you know, DIY labels and dance labels still doing 45s and everything. So I think vinyl will always stay. And we've always thought, this one of the reasons for starting it was we always thought it would be streaming, you know, this amazing intangible product that everyone can have at their fingertips. And then the physical would be vinyl. So that's kind of what we're... We've been going off, really. Good for you. I'm glad it's been a success for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Nice to talk to you, Ben Wallace, of Holiday Records and our Made in NZ uh, feature. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.